So as we begin Sefer Mishli, let us understand the need and the necessity for a marshal in the first place. We all know in our recent history, the greatest sayer of Mishalim was the Maggid of Dubna. The Maggid of Dubna spent a lifetime saying Mishalim. And the great fire of Kotsk, the Kotsk Rebbe, Zeichet Tzadik V'Kodesh Levrocha, once said that three of the Dubna Maggid's Mishalim were given by Riyach HaKodesh. Which means that a Moshul has to fit a certain criteria in order to be above just a Moshul, but actually be a piece of Ruach HaKodesh. The Amish Sholem that speakers use, speakers often use because they have a time slot to fill. So the muscle helps them fill up a little more time. Also, sometimes a speaker is speaking to a audience that is not so attuned to the topic he is conversing about. Let's say he's talking to a audience that cares about meat boards and fancy cars and gossiping about other people and he wants to talk about something else that doesn't interest them. So he may try to use Misholim to lure them so that they are focused on what he's saying. So he will use something exotic, something interesting to pique their interest. But these are not the Misholim that we want to talk about today. Today we want to talk about two distinct kinds of Misholim The first kind of Moshul is a Moshul that is trying to explain a concept which is so delicate that without the Moshul you couldn't explain it. It is intellectually delicate, a fine point, a distinct idea, so complicated, so difficult to comprehend that by giving you a Moshul I create a possibility to understand the concept which without the marshal you could not have understood. That is one kind of marshal. As we will see, the second kind of marshal is a marshal that awakens an emotion which without the marshal you couldn't comprehend. Sometimes intellectually we understand the concept, but emotionally we find it difficult to connect. So the marshal is there not to invoke an understanding, but to invoke a warmth, a deep feeling within the person with without the muscle he couldn't under, he couldn't have comprehended it. Mishlei Shloimoi ben David Melech Yisrael had Rashi gezokt of Posik Aleph Mishli called the Vorov Digmois Imisholem. All the words are given as examples, as metaphors. Mushla Toire beishe Toive. One of them gives a person the feeling of being complete. As the Pasuk tells us, 
Many years ago, in one of my first lectures in Brooklyn College, I asked the students to translate the posuk, It was in the Hillel house. We had, we had all the Bochrim there. It was a very beautiful moment. And some Rebbeim there as well. So I asked them to translate They were giving multiple translations. It's not good for man to be alone. It's not good for man to be himself. It's not good for man to be a bachelor. Various different uh, interpretations. Once they exhausted all the options of interpretation, including the art scroll, the Koran, the Sonsino, and various other translations, I told them, I think that the real translation is a little different. Lo toiv heyoisa odom levadoi means it's not good for a man to be lonely. I will give him a spouse that will take him out of loneliness. Now, there's a big distinction between being alone and being lonely. A person can be in a room full of people. He's not alone. He's amongst 20 other people, a thousand other people. He may be davening in a small shul. He may be davening in a shul of 3,000. He's not alone. But in his world, he's lonely. Deep, painful loneliness. On the other hand, a person can be alone in his house, but he's not lonely. He knows that he has somebody in the world, and he means the world to that person, and that person means the world to him. He's not lonely. He's alone, but he's not lonely. The Isha Toive is the Ezek and that completes the person's life. There's nothing that gnaws at a person, makes him feel so empty, so pained, than when he has that lonely feeling. There's nothing that a person cannot overcome. There's nothing that doesn't give a person more gait to his walk more excitement to his day than knowing that he can share his world with somebody who truly cares for him. And this is what Rashi is telling us. The Torah is nimshel le'isha Torah. The Torah is what makes a person complete. The Torah is what gives a person joy. The Torah is what gives a person life. The Torah is what gives a person excitement. In a world filled with so much anguish, in a world filled with so much pain, a person can just turn to the Torah. Torah gives life to the person. Torah gives so much joy, so much excitement. It fills the person with everything he needs. This is what Rashi is telling us. Unfortunately, the life of abandoning Torah, the life of abandoning 
the deliciousness that the Torah gives to offer is unfortunately compared to a person who has not married well. And he finds himself chasing a mirage, which takes, tends to take the person into deeper despair over time.